listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Monday, the 13th of February 2023. Later, why retailers are looking to offer further discounts. But first to the Australian share market, which fell today, the ASX 200 down by 0.2%, 7,417. But it comes ahead of a big week here in Australia. We'll get the latest jobs numbers, but it follows a huge surprise in Canada over the weekend, which saw 150,000 job gain in January, when the market only expected 15,000. Of course, it follows another stellar result from the US late last week. So for more, I spoke earlier with Matt Sherwood from Perpetual. Well, at the moment, businesses certainly feel confident enough to continue to hire labour because demand at the moment still remains pretty solid. Um, And I don't think they're uh, ignoring the interest rate increases. I think they're confident at the moment with the state of their balance sheets, um, you know, and the level of demand across the whole world and, you know, across uh, pretty much all regions, then they can cope with the higher interest rates. Now, Of course, the higher interest rates really haven't flowed through to the economy. It normally takes 12 to 18 months. So I tend to think we're going to get a pretty marked slowdown uh, in global growth um, in the second half of this year. But there's no doubt at the moment that labour markets remain incredibly robust. It's not only Canada. It's not only America. It's Europe. It's Britain. um, You know, it's Japan. It's Australia. So it's pretty much everywhere. Um, And obviously, the labour market is a lagging indicator for what the economy is doing. Okay, so we've got those job numbers out of Australia coming up next, but I think the real key um, economic event will be the US inflation numbers. How big do you think that'll be? Oh, well, at the moment, the consensus seems to be uh, about 0.3 for the month for both headline and core. Uh, but we had an incredibly robust US labour market report, which really has signaled that the economy uh, still looks pretty upbeat at the moment. So my expectations, they could even come in at 0.5. Um, and that might actually begin to um, uh, send the shutters through, uh, particularly the US stock market and bond markets. Uh, everyone seems to be expecting that uh, once um, uh, inflation has peaked, which it clearly has done, uh, that really the job of monetary policy is over. Uh, but of course, monetary policy doesn't work that way. The big problem for inflation at the moment is it's stopped being driven by high commodity prices. It's now been driven by very, very tight labour markets. Um, and that is something which is far more secular um, than commodity prices are, for example. It typically requires a recession to get a material decline in US service sector inflation. So that to me is a pretty major risk for the markets in the second half of this year. And what does this all mean for what people in the finance world call that terminal rate of interest rates, so the the peak in interest rates? Does it mean higher rates for longer now? Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And finally, uh, markets are beginning to factor in what central banks have told them. So just over the past week, we had another uh, rate hike in America um, added to, uh, to futures market and a rate cut taken out by the end of this year. And so that meant that the uh, end of 2023 US Fed funds rate rose half a percent just last week, which is a very big rise. You know, and Australia saw as big a rise given the RBA came out a month, of course, after they said they were thinking about pausing on interest rates, that there's actually a lot more work to do. 
You know, so in the end, rates are going higher and more importantly, rates are going higher for longer. So that tells you, I would say, there is a lot of pain underway, particularly to Australian households, which are typically over leveraged. Uh, but it's really something that we're going to see across both the southern and northern hemispheres. And I don't want you to comment on all the profit numbers coming through right now. We're in corporate reporting season. But are you seeing um, any trends in the way inflation and higher interest rates are being reflected in these organisations? Because, for example, we heard from JB Hi-Fi today saying that this, the company's starting to see a bit of a slowdown in terms of sales growth. But at the same time, you've got your insurers like Insurance Australia Group saying, hey, you know, people are still holding on to their insurance uh, insurance policies and, and also paying up th- those uh, increases in premiums. Yeah, there's, so there's obviously mixed performance um, across the type of operating models that these uh, corporates have. So I think firms which are more exposed to discretionary um, spending, uh, such as buying goods prices, for example, you know, they're, they're obviously going to be feeling uh, more stress on the top line and having their margins compressed, not only from lower revenue growth, but also sustained cost pressures. And that's pretty much going to be across the board, whether you're a market leader um, or you're a market follower. So how those types of firms do really depends on how strong their operating models are and how quickly they can actually pass cost increases onto the end consumers. But even for the companies on the other end of the spectrum, which have um, kind of uh, business models like uh, insurers, which normally have pretty stable cash flows, they've already come out and said uh, last month that they won't be able to hold their sales and, and earnings growth. So I think really the cash flow squeeze across the household sector is really being felt by all the participants Earnings growth's coming down, pressure on margins are very intense. Some firms are using the opportunity to diversify their uh, their domestic earnings risk by making acquisitions. Others, uh, you know, which have really robust operating models are obviously, um, you know, willing to cut prices to, um, you know, to clear their inventories. But the challenge there is, you know, can they sell enough inventories to offset the impact of lower margins. And that really is the challenge for those types of firms in this environment. Matt Sherwood there from Perpetual. Let's now take a closer look at those JB Hi-Fi results. Uh, Matt briefly touched on uh, the company posting a record half-year profit but saying that sales growth in January has slowed down. What does it all mean? I spoke earlier with Josh Gilbert from eToro. Well, initially, I think the results show that the consumer was fairly resilient in 2022. Um, you know, that was built up by savings that consumers built up through the pandemic. Uh, and ultimately, you know, rate rises haven't really started to have the, the full effect, especially in these results that we saw from, from JV Hi-Fi. The second half of, of these results sort of did start to show a little bit of weakness um, and that growth will start to slow down. And I think that points to where the RBA then comes in with those sort of rate rises that are continuing to come through. Consumers did stay resilient, as I said, but we are now starting to see those effects starting to come through. Um, you know, profit growth was there, uh, but sales growth started to, to sort of slow down. So consumers are feeling pessimistic. We know that from consumer confidence surveys, but it did show that they did continue to spend. But now we are already starting to see that retrace. Well, businesses now need to work harder 
For consumers, though, what does it mean for them, especially those interested in those homewares, electronics type of, of, of area? Does it mean discounts? Well, will retailers have to um, make these things cheaper to get them off the showroom floors? Yeah, that's that's exactly what happens. So when we see inventory start to build, that's when we start to see discounts coming through. Ultimately, retailers don't want to discount because it affects margins, and then ultimately that eats into profits. But when you have stock that is being built up, you know you have to get rid of that. Um, essentially, these companies would rather you know turn turn those products into sales rather than keeping them in their warehouse. So it's a bit of a catch twenty two really for uh, for retailers and, and you know businesses. Ultimately, they want people to buy, but if they're not being able to buy it, they have to discount. So it's good for consumers on one hand because prices will start to come down. But on the other hand, for, for investors that are buying, say, JB Hi-Fi stock, it does mean that gross margins will be affected and ultimately profits will be lower on, on one hand. Josh Gilbert there from eToro. And during the investor call, the CEO, Terry Smart of JB Hi-Fi, uh, spoke about discounting and the impact on margins. Here's a bit of what he had to say. We anticipate as the stock is starting to return you know, to uh, uh, more normalised levels in the industry, then we will see some of that on-floor discounting um, start to start to build or continue to build, and um, and so therefore we could see that you know some of that that elevated margins will start to return, especially in JB, perhaps back to some more historical levels. They're good guys, we've always said we expect it to. Um, you know, there has been some structural changes in the good guys and their buying terms. Um, however, we do expect to give a little bit of that back, um, you know, as we see this on-floor or uh, discounting uh, continue to, to grow. I guess the big unknown is, you know, if, it, if, it, um, if we see it continue to be fairly tight out there as far as retail is concerned, you know, who knows how competitors may react. Terry Smart there, the CEO of JB Hi-Fi. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.